This is Easy Money with Don Anders, co-founder and CEO of Anders & Anders Financial Group. With more than a decade of financial planning experience, Don has helped thousands of people retire on their terms. He's been seen in the Wall Street Select, the Miami Herald, and on major television networks like NBC, CBS, ABC, and Fox. The Easy Money Podcast was created to help explain complex financial concepts in an easy-to-understand way, without all the jargon. Now it's time for Easy Money with Don Anders. So now we're going to get into fixed index crediting options. So the reason that this is so important is the fixed index, the difference between that and a CD and, and a money market and just a regular fixed annuity is you're predicated based on the option that you choose. So it's similar to variable accounts that way. Uh, and it's usually actually predicated on a market-based index. But the difference is you will have a floor and you will have some type of cap or spread or something else. And I'll explain all that. I know that sounds foreign to you right now. So the first option we're going to go into that you can have is the fixed interest option. And the fixed interest option is basically just a guaranteed interest rate. So there'll be anywhere between one right now, as I record this, there's a couple of accounts that are around 2.8% fixed interest rate, and that's it. It's not predicated on any index, and and that's it. So let's say you have $100,000, and you put 10% of your money into the fixed index option, and then the rest you put into one of the other options we're going to get into. That 10%, that $10,000 will make, if you have the 2.8% account, will make your 2.8% that year. And after that year, they will renew the rate. They'll give you a new rate uh, depending on where interest is usually predicated on interest rates. So if interest rates go up, the next year might be higher. If they go down, it might be lower, but you're guaranteed to make that amount. So uh, for the clients who are very conservative or the clients who think that the market indexes are going to go down over the next one or two years or whatever the, the period is, you might want to consider the fixed interest option probably the most common interest crediting option within a fixed index annuity is the point to point. And so I'm not going to get into the different indexes because, you know, you can, you can look at those, but usually you'll see the S and P 500, which is the top 500 companies, uh, the, the Russell 2000, uh, you'll see some foreign indexes. So, uh, you'll even see gold. So that doesn't really matter. The index you'll, you know, do some research on, on, what you're getting into. Um, but the real thing that you need to look at is what it means. So you'll have the S and P 500 and then you can have the S and P 500 point to point monthly average, monthly sum, and all these other ones, which we're going to get into. So let's just assume that the S and P 500 is what you have for all of these, just to keep it easy. So with a point to point, the way it works, it's the most simple Let's say you go in the S&P 500 and the S&P 500, the day that you go in is at 1,000. They look at it from that day, your, your, what they call the sweep day, to one year from that day. Or sometimes it's a two-year point-to-point or a three-year point-to-point. Um, so whatever it is, so let's say it's a one-year point-to-point. They take a look at the S&P 500 that day. So let's say it's 1,000. And one year from that day, it's 1,100. Well, that's a 10% return. And what they'll do is they will give you a cap and you will get whatever that cap is. Okay, so let's say it's 5%. Assuming that you have a 100% participation rate, which we're going to get into, but if you have a 100% participation rate and 
you're capped at 5%, that's what you'll get. Now, if it goes negative, you won't lose anything because remember it's fixed, but you're capped out at whatever your cap is for that year. But they look at it from point A to point B and that's how they figure out what interest rate you're going to get that year. So assuming once again that you have the S&P 500 uh, and let's say that you go with the monthly average. So what does that mean? Well, if it's a one-year monthly average, they're going to take the S&P 500 every month, what it is every month, and then they're going to divide it by 12. So let's say it's 1,000, then 1,100, and whatever else, and they, they take the sum of all those, then they divide it by 12, or if it's one year, if it's for two years, they divide it by 24, and whatever the average, whatever that amount is, so let's say it's averaged 1,100, and you start at 1,000, that's a 10% return, and then you get up to your cap, okay? Um, so... If your cap's five and it's averaged three, you'll only get three. But if your cap's five and it's averaged eight, you'll get five. You're capped out there. So the monthly average is is very common. It'll usually be a little bit higher, uh, sometimes the same, but a little bit higher than point to point because point to point is a little bit more consistent because you could have some ups and downs, some peaks and valleys. But sometimes it's good to diversify that. But that's the way that the monthly average crediting option works. One of the most important features in any crediting option is the participation rate. Uh, And the participation rate is key because it can severely limit what you get. So let me explain the way it works. So let's say you have a a 5% S&P 500 cap, but you only have a 50% participation rate. That means if the market does eight, you only get 50% of that, so that's four. So even though it did eight and your cap is five, you don't get four. So if you're going with something that's capped, you probably want to look for a 100% participation rate if you can find it. But there are other accounts that purely have a participation rate with no cap. And so I'll give you an example right now as I record this. There's an account that has a 52% participation rate on the S&P 500 with no cap, meaning If the S&P 500 does 10%, you get 52% of that. That's 5.2. If the S&P 500 does 20%, you get 52% of it, which is 10.4. So for some people who are looking for absolute growth and think that the market's going to do very well, a participation rate, it's okay if it's less than 100 if you're uncapped because then it can give you the room without any risk because if the S&P 500 does negative 20 you don't lose any money. So uh, something to take into consideration, participation rate is great if it's uncapped. If it's capped and you have a participation rate, that's an issue because um, you know then the market's got to do really well just for you to, to hit your caps. The next crediting option is the monthly sum. So this is it's a little complicated, and I'll, I'll try my my best to explain the way it works. What they do the monthly sum. So I'm going to use a year. Sometimes you'll see monthly sums of two, three years. So I'm going to use a year. So the monthly sum, they will give you a monthly cap. So let's say it's two percent. So two percent over a year. Your total annual cap is twenty four percent. So it gives you that chance to you know do do really well up to 24%. But any negatives will take away. So let's say you hit your 2% cap for 6 months in a row and you have 12%. But then the market just does terrible for a month and is down 20%. Well, now that's negative 20. Even if you hit your cap the rest of the time, 
your best case scenario is positive four, 4% because that full negative comes in. Now, if the market's negative more than it is positive, you still can't lose any money, but it's it just it's a lot harder if the caps are under 2% say because of the volatility of the market and the peaks and the valleys it's a lot harder to hit those big caps than say a participation rate so if the monthly sum is if you're really looking to do well and you think the market's going to be up every every month or or is it going to have any huge dips it is a pretty good option but remember if there is one bad month even if the rest of the months are great Uh, you're still going to have a pretty hard time getting any kind of decent interest rate out of it. Don Anders is an investment advisor representative and insurance professional. Anders and Anders Financial Group Incorporated is an independent financial services firm, helping individuals create financial strategies using a variety of investment and insurance products to custom suit their needs and objectives. Insurance and annuity product guarantees are backed by the financial strength and claims-paying ability of the issuing insurance company. We are not affiliated with the U.S. government or any governmental agencies. Securities and advisory services offered through Madison Avenue Securities, LLC, member FINRA, SIPC, and a registered investment advisor. Madison Avenue Securities and Anders & Anders Financial Group are not affiliated companies.